0: I do appreciate all of you coming on this uh, spring forward morning. I don't know about you, but it was a little harder for me to get up. And uh, generally takes me just about till the time they change back for me to get used to it. <coughs> but uh, but I do appreciate the Lord. So glad to have each one of y'all with us this morning. Um, Sister Rebecca taught the class this morning, so we're going to turn it over to her and uh, let her uh, uh, do their part this morning. Sister Rebecca.
1: All right, so very quickly we have been learning about mountaintop experiences, and today was uh, Elijah and Mount Carmel and how the fire fell, and we were talking about the importance of the Holy Ghost, and I told them that it's like they're a Coke bottle, and the Holy Ghost is a mento, and it just in there, and it's like bubbling up inside of It needs to explode. So Trinity said we should sing It's Bubbling, and I think that's a good one. Y'all stand up. And you know we y'all That's great. Give it loud. It's bubbling. It's bubbling. It's bubbling in my soul. I'm <laughs> 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 I'm
0: I don't know about Sister Butler, but I can see, I can see Brother Crane at eighty some odd years old doing that. Running back and forth in front of the children, and uh, we do miss him very much. But uh so good having y'all this morning, and uh, we've uh, asked Brother T to stick around for today. Amen. And, um, you know, y'all might thought I just did it because of all the preaching and all that, but I wanted him being in the church so he could turn the heat on early. <laughs> now, that... Y'all forgive me. Uh, no, it's been a real good revival, and we appreciate what God's doing for us here. So um, this morning, though, the offering will be for the uh, regular tithe and offering, and uh, we will make sure that he gets any of the cash that comes in. If you need a, a extra slip, I forgot to stick any out there. I tell you what, we can. Yeah, yeah there's a few out there. There's a lot of missing ones. Uh, if you would, put your tithe and offering into that envelope, and then we'll know for sure uh, where it goes to. Uh, Brother Robert, how about you come and receive our tithe and offering here this morning? If you would, pray. Dear Heavenly Father, and Lord, we thank you once again for this opportunity
2: to be in the house of the Lord. That you bless us, Lord. That you bless the service, Father. That you anoint the preaching. Target the heart strings
0: of those that are lost, Lord, yes, and yes, so. that bless this offering and help you just to focus your hands in, in, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 <clears throat> All right. Uh, the Lord's been good. We've had uh, some great preaching. And uh, uh, also, and um, someone has brought it to my attention about <laughs> CDs. I'm sorry. Maybe I might can try to get one in there for this morning's uh, preaching part, uh, but most of you can go up to the, um, uh, to our, what, Rebecca help me, go to, our, go to our website and then it'll take you over to Anchor, uh, where we have have them recorded and saved, and you can go back and listen to the whole week. And sometime in the near future, I will try to get some folks to uh, see if we can download those and put them on CD and see what we can get done with that. But uh, we do appreciate the preaching and what God's done for us. Teresa, if you would have a song this morning. All right. Choir, come on. All right. Someone testify. Give us a... What? What? How has the revival helped you this week? Not everybody at one time now. All right. Thank the Lord. Hey, that's a, that's a plus. Amen. Someone else give a testimony of what the Lord's done for you.
1: my pastor many, many years ago when I was uh, at my craziest, should we say, and we were talking about just past and stuff, and I was thinking about who I used to be yeah. and how much the Lord has changed me and I was telling the kids up there that when I was a kid I would come up to the altar and I would try to make it right i try Tell to me. get saved I'd try to get the Holy Ghost but I was okay. like oh no I'm from the trailer trash family that's what everybody sees and I'm nothing I can't get the Holy Ghost I can't make this right but then one day the Lord took me and when I was at yeah. my first me, and he's done such a work, and it doesn't matter where you came from or who your family is. He can make a difference, and I'm so thankful that He did take me and that He changed me, and I'm not the person I was. I am so thankful oh, me that too. I have to put up with my own self Thank strength. the Lord. Yeah, he changed me,
0: yes, that's just
1: a miracle, and I'm just—I thank
0: the Lord for it. Oh yes, amen. All right. I
1: thank the Lord. and Y'all gonna think this is crazy? But I noticed last night, I was able to cross my legs.
0: Yeah. That might not mean
1: nothing to some of y'all. But I'm like, oh my, it's still working. Hallelujah. Yeah, glory. Praise God. God. That might not mean nothing to some of y'all. I'm so glad the Lord touched my body. We had a wonderful revival. And yeah. I appreciate brothers and team. And uh, they're the real deal. There's times he preached, I don't know if he knew it, but oh I was squirming. I tried to put a smile on it. Now some of y'all can do this. Don't ever do that. He knows you're guilty when you do that. Let's do this. He'll still know you're guilty. But I just think uh been praying and studying. And uh, this is what the Lord gave me this morning. That grabbed me disturbed about my brain. And this morning in the Sunday school class Basically, the Lord that would be to to read them about Matthew, um, about the signs of the coming of the Lord, and we're there. We're there. Brother Ronnie took an offering, I think, a couple of weeks ago, and he said, Welcome to the last days. Y'all hear him saying that? And a chill just welcome to the last days. Are you ready?
0: signs. Well, there's several types of signs. But I tell you, to me, the signs where it says men will wax worse and worse. Brother will fight against brother. huh? Nation against nation. Wars, rumors of wars. All of these are the beginning. All of these are the beginning of the end. But we're there. Families can't get along together, huh? Nations, civil war. How many civil wars have you heard about in the world? Folks, we need to be looking up, yes. being ready for truly the Lord's coming soon. Yes. Amen. We're going to turn it over to uh, Brother Teague and do appreciate them and Sister Teague. Ready? I know she doesn't always smile, but it's all right. <laughs> and so sometimes I look at her, and she just goes, "I'm thinking." Easy
3: <laughs> <bad.
1: laughs>
0: now. Like, oh. But she's smiling now, so it's all right, all right. But I do appreciate the Lord. So good having all of you. Do pray for our our young bus children. Uh, we had not quite figured out. They ought to say, yeah, we're coming, yeah, we're coming, and then we don't hear from them. So uh, please be praying for that. Brother T, come.
2: Can I testify
0: while Sure. Yeah.
2: Healy, healy. Healy. Uh, uh, I didn't want to testify because I just feel like every time these to come up in a motion. Lord, it is so good. We were talking at the dinner table the other day, talking about blessings. I have been so blessed. So blessed. All right. It's been so good to me. Yes. Yes. It's hard for me not to be emotional when I think about all the things that He has done for me. Yes. 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 I'm a man who hates to stand before people and cry. That's why I didn't want to testify a minute ago. Yeah. But I can tell you that I'm so grateful. Yeah. That I have a father that knows my need. Yes. 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 And in times of need that he hears me. He doesn't yes. just push me off to the side. No. He takes me in and he goes, Come here, son. Let right. we'll me be your yes. comfort. Because yes. Yes. I'll tell you the truth. You know, yesterday when we got there to the... Doctor, it was just a regular doctor's appointment. You know, we'd just go to get her checked out. She was having some trouble coughing and stuff like so that. And we went nice in there. They said, uh, her oxygen says 80. And I said, oh no. Oh no. Yeah,
0: yeah. And
2: if you don't understand, trust me, yeah. it's not a good thing. Because there's only two options here. Yeah. It means that she could be in heart failure or the wrong. Yeah. And, you know, oh, the latter of the two is what you hope for. And so we start, I just, I stopped talking and I just started praying. Yeah. Because that's all I know to do. Right. Yes, you I know that yeah. I can't do anything. I can't change the circumstances. Right. I have to lift my, oh. means up to him that he'll pick me up and he'll take that's care fun. of me. And immediately I felt the peace come upon myself a little bit. You know, and I thank him for that. Yeah. Because those moments are very stressful. Yes. Because yes. as a father, I know that I'm helpless yes there's nothing there's nothing like that true feeling of helplessness right people cannot understand when you would do anything but you can do nothing right you are incapable but i serve a god who is capable capable god yes yes, sir take care of us in our moments of need Oh, yeah, Lord, he is so,
3: so good. Yeah, sure. yeah. Somebody. Right, yeah. somebody else, you like to testify? Brother, I
0: thank the Lord for all this done for me. Uh, you were you were talking that I think it was that first morning, that first night of revival about Mephibosheth,
1: and off the revival, I just want to
0: testify, and I I just thank the Lord that was me, brother. I was Mephibosheth. Yeah. I all was right. a dead dog. I, I, I'm so glad that the Lord came in and he saved me. And somebody like me, I was down praying and I was just thinking of like what you were saying, you know. Just thank you for this and thank you for that, Lord. Thank you, yes. Lord, for saving me from homosexuality. Thank you for saving me from this. Thank yes. you for setting me free. And I'm so glad, I'm so glad yes. that the Lord let
2: you now. All right. right. Keep me there. He said, not say that. You know
3: better. You're just going to stay right there. I'm just Grabbed me and he pulled me
0: out of there. He yeah. snakes me from my head. I prayed. I said, God, I don't feel like there's a spot in me. I was talking to somebody after a while, a, a while ago, and I was talking to them. They said, When I first saw you, I saw just a little bit. And she looked at me she said, But I don't see nothing of it now. Right, Hallelujah.
1: Yeah. Glory yeah. to God.
0: when yes. you get
3: saved, God changes you. When yes. you get born again, you will grow on. I appreciate him and I love him. Amen. Well,
1: glory.
3: Somebody else you won't testify. Is it on you and you just have to tell it? I'll
1: thank the Lord for the encouragement we
3: got from Amen. Praise God.
0: Amen. Praise God. Real men cry. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I love it.
3: Praise God.
0: Guys, I can't get past the scripture over in uh, Samuel chapter 30 where David inquired of the Lord to refreshed himself that, that helped me tremendously when I am by myself I can inquire from the Lord Yeah. And be refreshed yes, yes sir yes sir
3: he's got it. you know what God has done for anybody in this building he's able to do for somebody else oh, yes, there's nothing too hard for God. Yeah. There's no sin so big that God cannot wash it and Amen. make it disappear. Hallelujah! Wow. He can deliver you. Wow. He can set you free. Yes, he, can. he can put your name in His book. Praise wow. God. Hallelujah. I'm glad for that. Hallelujah. I'm glad for that. I'm happy about that. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody else, would you like to testify?
1: Praise God! Um, several years ago you came and you preached a sermon and you said I need a miracle yeah. and you had several of these little papers yeah. Robert Richard took one of them yeah. <laughs> they needed a miracle uh-huh. and he needed yeah, a miracle and, awesome. miracle. and I knew it I did not take one <laughs> but oh, I, so I cleaned
3: up that night and I went back to my Bible I have one All right. I don't know where it comes from but I have
1: Because Mr. Robert can tell you there is at least
3: God. His love is a boundless love. Praise God. Boundless love. Somebody else you want to testify? Praise God. Alright. Turn with me to the book of the Revelation. The book of Revelation. 22 Last chapter of the Bible. We'll begin with verse 16. Revelation chapter 22, beginning with verse 16. I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches, I am the root and the offspring of David and the bride of the morning star. And the Spirit and the bride say, Come. And let him that heareth say, Come. Let him that is athirst thirst come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life, out of the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. He which testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Amen. Would you lift your hands and pray ask the Holy Ghost to help us. Father, we love you. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you, Lord, for your great grace and love. Thank you for compassion, all that you've done for us, all that you mean to us. Lord, would you minister your life and your victory into this service? Seek and save the lost, we pray. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. God dealt with me about this many years ago and I just felt like the Lord just touched me in prayer for this morning's service. I want to talk to you about last things. Yes. Last things. These are the last words, the last uh, few words that the Holy Ghost has left us behind. The last chapter of the last book of the Bible. And uh, I got to thinking about that and I, I, I've got some books at home. And uh, one of those books talks about famous last words Are the last words of saints and sinners John Wesley was a very famous uh, preacher uh, Known as the father of the Methodist movement John Wesley's last words that he spoke just before he died He said the best of all is God is with us yes. Praise God That's a good way to leave this world isn't it? I read about Oliver Cromwell and I, I, you know you may not agree with everything that Oliver Cromwell said and I like the last thing that he said the, the mourners were gathered around his bed he's dying the last words to roll off of his tongue he looked around and he said will no one here thank God yes. Hallelujah right. will no one here thank God I'd like to leave this world just like that yes. praising and thanking God Peter Marshall, a modern preacher. He was the chaplain for Congress for some years. He was being carried out on a stretcher that night from his house. They was taking him to the hospital and he looked at his wife, Catherine, and this was the last words that he spoke. He said, I'll see you in the morning, praise Amen. God. I'll see you in the morning. How many knows there's a morning coming, praise Amen. God. Amen. With that in mind, there is uh, usually as a man lives, that's the way that he's going to die. I read about P.T. Barnum. Half of that famous Barnum and Bailey uh, circus routine or circus act, P.T. Barnum was a businessman. He was an ungodly man. And the last words that P.T. Barnum spoke were, what were today's receipts? He was concerned about the money that he had made on the day that he was about to leave this world. I want to live my life in such a way that all that will be on my mind when leaving time comes is going home to be with Jesus. I don't want any weight. I don't want any sin. I don't want any hook. In my heart, that's going to hinder me from leaving this world with a clear conscience. Can you say amen? Uh, thinking about last words and last things. These uh, that I've read to you in Revelation 22 are the last words given by the Spirit of God to John, the last words of Bible prophecy. And uh, really they relate to the second coming of the Lord Jesus. Sister Butler didn't have any idea what God had dealt with me about to talk to us about here this morning. Uh, what she sang about that midnight cry. I believe we're as close as we've ever been. And you know, anybody could say that, but the Lord is surely getting ready to come. Uh, did you know in reading through the pages of the New Testament, it's impossible to understand the Bible, amen, without the looking through the lens of the blessed hope or the second coming of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, amen. His coming is mentioned 318 times in 260 chapters of New Testament verse. One verse out of every 25 refers to His glorious appearing. And when you read the New Testament in that light, it becomes a brand new book. Everything written from the book of Matthew chapter 1 to the book of Revelation chapter 22 points us to the return of Jesus Christ I want to be ready when he comes back. Don't you? I said I want to be ready when he comes back. Amen. And he left us this last word in Revelation 22 to prepare us. Amen. To make sure that we understand. Amen. it's necessary to be ready. Just before he's appearing, he sends us these last words to condition us, amen, for his soon return. Amen. If God will help me here this morning, I'd like to take my time and talk to us about three things. that felt like the Lord showed me in this portion of Scripture, our last things. That's what I'm talking about. I heard the last invitation. Given in this scripture in Revelation 22 and verse 17. The Bible said and the spirit and the bride say come. And let him that heareth say come. And let him that is a come and whosoever will let him take the water of life freely. How many knows the invitation has always been come. Amen. God is not in the business of driving folks away. He's in the of drawing folks toward him. The devil specializes in guilt and guilt's what made Adam and Eve hide from God after they had sinned in the garden. But God deals in conviction. Conviction doesn't drive men from God, but conviction draws. these words uh, until this morning uh, has been a constant come Uh, I mean those God's invitation uh, to humanity has always been come I read about it in the book of Genesis chapter 7 the world's coming to an end mankind is about to be judged by God as a matter of fact the majority of humanity is about to be completely annihilated from the face of the earth Their sin has reached its limit. Judgment has already been handed down from God. The earth will be destroyed with the inhabitants thereof. But God speaks to one man a man named Noah and he says come thou and all thy house into the ark for thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation I'm glad for that divine invitation God was sending judgment, but he made a way of escape. Amen. You look at the pattern of Scripture. It always has been that way, and it always will be that way. Just before judgment, there comes an invitation from God to come to him. Okay, some folks, he flooded the earth with water in Genesis chapter 7 to judge mankind's sin. Amen. But he sent a rainbow in the cloud. I promise he would never again flood the earth with water. Hey, but I've got to preach to you. There's another judgment just around the corner. And it won't be water, but it'll be fire next time. I said it'll be fire. But thank God he's still crying. Thank God the door's still open. I read about it in Isaiah chapter 1 and verse 18. God spoke through the prophet, and he's talking to a backslid people. He said, Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as white as wool. Again in Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28. Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Again, he said in John 7, in that last day, that great day of the feast, he said, if any man thirst, let him come unto me. He that believeth upon me, as the scripture said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. I'm glad that God's not in the business of pushing men off or driving men away. But I'm glad he's in the business of reaching out and reaching down to us and encouraging us to come to him. Praise God. Amen. The, The last invitation. God got to dealing with me and talking to me about that, and I began to wonder, amen, could it be possible that there will be someone in this service this morning who would hear God's last invitation? Okay, some folks, hell has a number of people in it this morning who heard an invitation to come to God for the very last time. And though he is long-suffering, and though he is patient, though he is kind. Though he is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. There is a place of no return. There is a place you can get to where God says enough is enough. But I didn't want to concentrate on that this morning. Really, I don't feel like there's probably anybody here that's past that place. or You wouldn't be hanging out at the house of God. Sunday morning, you're here because you know there's opportunity you're here because you know there's hope, you're here because you know there's help to be had, all you have to do is come, praise God lift your hands and praise him for his divine invitation, amen amen not only did I see the last invitation, but I saw the last promise Jesus said, I come quickly. Praise God. Not only hey man, do we see the last invitation in this scripture, but we also hear this last promise. Surely, I come quickly. Many in the world I know laugh and scoff. And they mock and they make fun. Amen. Of the preaching of the rapture of the church or the coming of the Lord. Some say it will never happen. Others say I've heard that all of my life. But what will they do with the words of Jesus Himself? you remember what he told his disciples in John chapter 14? He's about to be taken away from their presence. And he looked around in that upper room and he saw the troubled hearts, the anxiety, and the care that was waiting in on them. And he said, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house, are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. And where I am, there ye may be also. I'm glad he promised this. I'm coming back, praise God. I'm coming back. You know what, one of the writers of the New Testament said, I believe it's the Apostle Paul. He said, if we life only uh, we were all men uh, most miserable. Uh, I'm glad it ain't always gonna be like this. Uh, I'm glad there's hope uh, that Jesus is coming. Uh, the promise is real uh, and the promise is steadfast. Uh, one of these golden daybreaks, uh, one of these midnight hours, uh, he's gonna step out on the clouds of glory. Uh, and then Gabriel's gonna blow the trumpet uh, He is coming. He is coming. Praise God. He is coming. If He does not return, Brother Ryan, Powell, then that makes Him a liar. That makes Him an imposter. But you and I, whose lives have been touched and changed, Brother Jamie, He makes all things new. That's right. Woo! He, they, listen, they sing about Him too, I took off the old coat and put on the new. In all reality, I didn't have the power to do that. Amen. I'm mad for the new coat. Amen. I'm mad for the new suit of clothes that he wrote my soul in. Amen. A robe of righteousness, spotless, pure white. been washed in his blood. I'm glad for that. But you and I don't have the ability. We didn't have the power to turn over a new leaf or make a resolution to do better. All he wants us to do is come to him just as we are and make our surrender to him and let him wash us. Let him cleanse us, praise God. And help. let him help us to be ready for his All of my preaching, all of my preaching, all of my traveling, all of my Bible uh, exhortation in front of congregations should be to let them know He's soon to come. He's soon to come. Surely, that's what He said, I come quickly. As a matter of fact, three times in the last chapter of the Bible, the Lord announces His soon return once in Revelation 22 and verse 7. He said, Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. Again in Revelation 22 and verse 12, He said, Behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me And give every man according as his work shall be. And finally in verse 20 in our text He said, Surely I come quickly. Quickly, uh, I'm going to preach to us uh, the greatest event of the future. Uh, amen. It's not uh, nuclear war, uh, World War III, uh, Russian, China, ganging and up on Israel. Uh, all those things quite possibly are going to happen. Uh, but that's not going to be the greatest an event. Amen. The greatest event uh, is going to be when Jesus steps out on the clouds of glory uh, and raptures his bride uh, out of this world. Surely I come quickly Amen The promise of the Lord's return should stir us It should move us I'm going to slow down and talk to us Right here for just a few minutes If the Lord would help me Amen It should stir us It should move us To live a life of dedication A life of great purity Before the Lord I found it in the book of 1 John chapter 3 Amen Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. He said, Beloved, now are we the sons of God and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that. When he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Listen to verse 3. And every man that hath this hope in him, purifies himself, even as he is pure. If you listen, don't tell me. Uh, of his second coming alive uh, inside of you. Uh, amen. Then you're purifying your life.
0: Uh, you're striving for righteousness
3: uh, and holy living. Praise God. A lot of people say, I believe it, I believe it, I believe it. But their lives are screaming something else. That's right. I believe he's coming. I believe he's coming. If you really believe it, then you're purifying your life. Amen. The promise of the Lord's return. Should cause us to live a life of separation. Amen. The, the, the doctrine is found in 2 Corinthians 6. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fell. Listen. That's not just talking about marriage folks. No, no. That's a big part of it. But that ain't all of it. Yeah. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Oh yeah. listen to me here. It'd be hard for me to go into business with the Budweiser man. Come on. Yeah, come on. Come on. With the Jack Daniels man. Come, come on, on, say on. Yeah. Come It'd on. be hard for me to go into business with the Marlboro man. Yeah. I, I cannot be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. You see, their their idea, their business concept is different than mine. Amen. I'm honest. That's what I'm supposed to be. I'm I'm pure. I'm righteous. I'm holy. That's what I'm supposed to be. Listen, let me finish. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers? For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? What communion hath light with darkness? What concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel and what agreement hath the temple of God uh, with idols for ye are the temple of the living God uh, as God has said I will dwell in them uh, and walk in them uh, and I will be their God uh, and they shall be my people Uh, wherefore come out from among them uh, and be a shepherd saith the Lord uh, and touch not the unclean thing uh, and I and will be a father unto you and ye shall be my sons and daughters saith the Lord Almighty I found it in Adam Clark's commentary Adam Clark was a man I feel like uh, reading some of his writings he was a man who was probably striving to do his best to please God Adam Clark said is it not plain from this text that God would be their God only on the ground of them taking Him for such, and that this depended upon their being separated from the works and workers of iniquity. For God could not inhabit in them if they had concord with Belial or a portion with infidels. He said, "Those who will have the promises of God fulfilled to them must come under the conditions." of these promises if they are not separate if they touch the unclean thing Here, I, I'm not going to preach too long. I, I want to tell you something. Uh, I appreciate Sunday school. Yeah. Amen. I think Sunday school is the greatest school in the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just give Sunday school a plug here. Yeah. If uh, if you can get up every morning at five thirty and be at work at seven. You'd be at Sunday school by 10 a.m. on Sunday morning. Come on now.
1: The payday
3: you're going to get for being faithful to Sunday school far outweighs what your lost man's going to give you on Friday. Is that right? Sunday school, the greatest school in the world, the school that everybody should attend. You know how I've preached in churches that are against Sunday school. They don't even believe in Sunday school I don't know where they get that from Listen, you, you've seen how I preach I've preached here since last Sunday yeah. It's a solid week I've been preaching Have I slowed down yet and let you ask any questions? No. <laughs> no. I'm not going to either no. Come on, say amen uh, This is preaching time yeah. Sunday school's teaching time yeah. And during teaching time You raise your hand and ask questions yeah. Come on, say amen you know, they told me years ago the difference in a teacher and a preacher. They said, so the teacher just lays it all out, brother Hicks has done so good. He's a good teacher, just lays it all out like a big buffet, and you just pick and choose what you want. But preaching's different. They said, a preacher, he crams it down your throat whether you want it or not. Uh, praise God. I'm going to do my best to preach to you here this morning. Is that okay? Praise God, it's open wide, hallelujah. Praise God, I got to thinking, amen, about the promises of God, amen, that last invitation, that last promise I come. Quickly, listen, Jesus is coming, and it ought to make us do everything within our power. You know, the Bible said, who shall ascend unto the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place, he that hath cleaned, we should be doing everything within our power uh, to get ourselves as clean uh, as we possibly can Uh, and you know a big part of that cleanliness uh, amen is by the washing Some little boy, we played hide and go seek. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Man, we could count to a hundred faster than you can want in respect. You know, one, fifty, nine, nine, hundred. <laughs>
0: always
3: shout out, ready to knock, here I come. That means you better get here. Yeah. I'll tell you something. You better be hid in Christ yeah. when He returns. That's yeah. Your life better be hid in Christ when well, he returns because, Ray or not, here he comes. He's coming. Amen. He's coming. You can't stop it. I can't stop it. I can't hinder it. I cannot prolong it. I cannot delay it. I cannot change the day. Come on now on his calendar and just a little while he's going to look to his son and he's going to say go get your children go get your bride come on now all things are now ready come on now praise God I want to be ready for his return I heard the last prayer amen Jesus is talking he testifies to John in the text in Revelation 22 he said in verse 20 surely I come quickly. If you have a red letter edition of the Bible, that means the things that Jesus said were written in red. And in verse 20, surely I come quickly. It's written in red. They got more than John could handle. Remember, he's in the spirit on the Lord's day. He's on the Isle of Patmos. The Lord's talking to him. And when Jesus said, surely I come quickly. Listen, two times he said, behold, I, Look. Behold, pay attention. I come quickly. And at the end, he said, surely, I come quickly. It was more than John could bear. He shouted, amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. Come on now. It's that the prayer that you're praying? If you cannot pray that prayer, then you're not living where you ought to be living this world. Listen, they sing a song. I don't want to get adjusted uh, to this world. Come on now. Uh, I don't want to get adjusted here. Uh, I don't want anything hindering me uh, from being ready for the return of the Lord. We're living in a fast time. We're living in a time when the the devil has made sin and wickedness and evil so easily accessible. Uh, When I was a boy, uh, some of you were younger men. If you wanted to visit uh, uh, certain houses of ill repute, you had to go to a certain
0: part of town or a, certain part of the
3: state. or a certain part of the state. Now you can visit them sitting in the comfort of your own living room. Yeah. huh? If, uh, if you wanted to watch a dirty movie, you had to go to the dirty movie store. Take a chance on being seen slipping in the out. That's right. But now, you just go in your room and shut the door behind you and dial it right in. Amen. Don't everybody shout at once. I, uh, I heard a preacher preaching uh, several years ago <coughs> against technology. And he said, the, the devil is in this technology. He said, the devil brought us all this technology. And I know where his heart was, and I wasn't poking fun at him, uh, but I told my wife on the way home. We got in the car, and it was hot. I turned the air conditioner on. We took off down the road. I looked over her, and kind of grinned. I said, I like some of this technology. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh,
3: yeah. I like some of them. I'm glad we don't have to walk everywhere we go. Somebody was technical enough to invent the wheel. I'm glad they did. Uh, somebody knew them. they got technical enough to make air conditioners. I'm just glad for that. Some of y'all was happy you had heaters this morning. Amen. I'll tell you something there is a danger. There is a danger when we expose ourselves to the things of this world. Amen. You do a study, you'd be surprised and shocked how many hours a day the average American teenager spends uh, in screen time on the cell phone. Amen. Even the suicide rate among American teens. uh, skyrockets among those who are using social media. Come on now. Amen. Facebook, Twitter, uh, Amen, watching YouTube over and over and on and on. Come on now. Uh, Jesus is coming. I said Jesus is coming. And I don't want any to hinder me from going when he calls me home. Praise God. John was speaking for himself when he prayed this prayer. Even so come. Amen. Only I'll of Patmos. Abused, neglected, tortured, persecuted for his faith in Christ. He was anxious to see the Lord's return. But not only was he speaking for himself, he was speaking for every persecuted believer of his day. These scattered believers, were so hungry, so thirsty for the return of their Messiah, their Master King Jesus. But God was also speaking for us and those of us to put it in the terms Peter, used upon whom the ends of the world are come we're living in the last days and so John's speaking for you and I when he said even so come Lord Jesus only those who walk with God can truly pray this prayer from their heart Amen. can you sincerely say even so come Lord Jesus are you praying it? If you're not, you might not be in active duty. You might be lazy and not praying at all. If you cannot pray, even so come Lord Jesus. Could be you're a compromiser. Amen. Amen. You've compromised the teachings of the Word of God. Amen. It could be that you're a holiness hater. Huh? Materially minded. Comfortable in this world. I read about a man named Lot, who had every opportunity yeah. to be a great Bible character. Yeah. Nephew of Abraham, Abram, the father of the faithful. Yeah. Amen. The, the Abraham, Abram, the man God spoke to and called him from his homeland. Yeah. Promised him a city that had foundations whose builders maker is Amen. Lot left Ur with him and traveled with him. Amen. But in the process of time, we see a a separation of these two Bible characters. And uh, Lot chose the well-watered plains of Sodom. He pitched his tent towards Sodom. Amen. And then uh, uh, the Bible called him just Lot. Amen. Uh, I'm not so sure he's talking about him being so just as it was just lost, just locked. <laughs> like that. That's just lost. Like that. yeah. uh, yeah. Ten people. Yeah. Ten people. Ten righteous souls. Right. There wasn't even that many in Lot's own family. Yeah. 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 Raised by Abraham. Yeah. Sitting by the fireside hearing the stories of the yeah. Creator yeah. Yahweh. I am that I am. Yeah. Yeah. Now, he's sitting in the gate. Of the city of Sodom with the elders of the city, yeah. no doubt helping them make judgment. He's just Lot. Yeah. You know what happened? He traded his pilgrim spirit.
1: Yeah.
3: Hey, Uncle Abraham was still traveling, living in tents, yeah. breaking down the camp, setting it back up again, traveling mile after mile. Amen. Lot traded that tent for a townhouse in the city of Sodom, and he got settled. Come on, say amen. Huh? Don't get settled in this life. Don't lose your pilgrim spirit. Church, uh, come on, say Amen, beloved. Don't lose your pilgrim spirit. Uh, amen. We're on the move. We're strangers and pilgrims. Uh, we're aliens here. This world—it's uh, not our home. Uh, we're just passing through. Uh, don't forget uh, about the coming of the Lord. Lift your hands in praise and we I'm just about finished.
2: Uh, Jesus. <laughs>
3: Amen. when Jesus lifted up his hands and blessed them over at Bethany in Acts chapter 1 the angel showed up amen that angel said ye men of Galilee why stand ye gazing up into heaven this same Jesus which is taken up from you into heaven shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven this same Jesus I'm glad when the Lord comes He's not sending Michael He's not sending Gabriel Come on now He Himself Amen Him, Himself He's coming Praise God Amen That's how important you are to Him That's how important He is He ought to be to you That's how important I am to Him He's coming for me Praise God This Jesus, amen, the one who was prophesied hundreds of years before he was born, Micah said he's coming to Bethlehem, he's coming to Bethlehem, praise God, and when he got here, the same Jesus, he's the one that opened the blinded eyes, who made the lame limbs whole, amen, made the deaf to hear again, the same Jesus, the same one that hung on Calvary, amen, Shed his royal blood so that I could have life and have that life more abundantly. This same Jesus who died just as dead as anybody ever had been, but very early in the morning, on the first day of the week, what we call that first Easter Sunday, he resurrected from the dead by his own power. And he had the keys of death uh, and of hell. Come on and help me. That same Jesus uh, who ascended up in the heaven uh, and is seated at the right hand on uh, the throne of God. That same Jesus uh, who ever liveth uh, to make intercession uh, for us. Uh, he's the one that's coming. Praise God. He's the one that's coming. King of kings, Lord of lords. He's the one that's coming. But you got to be ready. You got to be ready. You got to have your lamps trimmed and burning. Amen. You got to have oil in the lamp and in the vessel. Yeah. If you're going to go with Him, you got to be ready for His return. That's right. I uh, I am concerned sometimes when I, you know, I I have met, uh, you know, I spend a lot of time with preachers. Yeah. Don't you think I'm down on preachers? I think preachers are the greatest, some of the greatest people on planet earth. Those that are preaching the gospel. Uh, One man said, if God's called you to preach, never stoop to be a king. That's right. I love preachers. But it concerns me sometimes, some of them I spend time with. Money, 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 money. That's all they talk about. Money, money, money. What's the stock market doing? What's the 401k doing? What, what's a certain investment? I mean, am I getting 1%, 1.5%, 2%? Uh, and, uh, some of the others, every time I'm in their presence, all they want to talk about is Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi and what's happening on the hill. Come on, say amen. And their mind just becomes full. Of that, still other folks—not not necessarily preachers, other people I've been around. Uh, every time you see them, all, all they want to talk about, and hey, then it's that new swimming pool they done in the backyard of that new house they're building up on the hill. Come on now, I don't want nothing here to hinder me. Now listen, it's not a sin to have a swimming pool. It's not a sin to have a big house on the hill. But it becomes sin when that becomes. here you heard him sing that song long as i got two jesus y'all heard that yes yeah. i don't like part of that song part of that part of that's not even biblical All right. don't need no preacher what are you talking about
0: Amen.
3: you need a preacher yeah, yeah, yeah. don't need no teacher what are you talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. i understand the premise yeah. of the song and the gist of it, what they're saying, He is our all in all. Yes. And if we was John on the Isle of Patmos right by ourselves, long as I got King Jesus, right. yeah, long, long, long as I got Him, don't yes. need nobody else. Yes. Huh? Right. But here's the thing: you do need somebody else. Right. Yeah. You need the church. Yes. You need the preacher. Yes. You need the teacher. Yes. We're here for one another to prod one another along. Brother Brother Robert stood up weeping, wiping tears a few minutes ago. Kind of reluctant. He he confessed to us that he was kind of reluctant to do that. But let me just see your hand if you got help from what Brother Robert had to say. We need each other. We need each other. Come on, say amen. Amen. Uh, That's why uh, so many uh, use this COVID deal just to get out of church altogether. Isn't it amazing? They can go spend hours at the mall, hours at Walmart. COVID only comes to church, don't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Amen. Bless you, Lord.
1: Bless you, Lord. We do what we want
3: to do. That's That's right. We do. Amen. I'm three times seven. I'm old enough to do what I want to do. Uh, leave me alone. I'll make my own choices. Mm-hmm. There's a choice that's got to be made here this morning.
1: Yes.
3: They're going to get ready and play and sing. And I'm going to ask you to bow your heads with me right here. In the name of Jesus. There's a choice that must be made this morning. You see, uh, everybody that comes to a gospel service and... The preacher gives an invitation for salvation. Everyone in that service makes a decision. Lost or saved, we all make the choice. You've got to choose to serve Him. He will not fight you, force you. He's not in the business of making robots that are mechanical and empty that follow blindly because they have no choice. He gave man a great gift when He gave us the gift to choose. And He wants us to choose Him because we want Him. I've heard a lot of people say a lot of things about why they got saved, how they got saved, when they got saved. I'll tell you why I got saved. I needed some fire insurance. I I was convinced by the Holy Ghost I was headed to hell. That service that day... I. I was going to hell. And I didn't want to. I got saved because I needed to be rescued. Needed to be set free. Now you're here this morning. You need some fire insurance. You need to be rescued. You need to be set free. But it's your choice. I've watched during this revival. Sometimes I shudder. You know... Brother Butler, I don't want to be out of my place. Brother Butler's your pastor, not me. But sometimes I wonder about all this going back to folks and dragging on folks and pulling folks to the altar. That right. It's right. obvious they don't want to come. Right, right. We can make them religious. We can pat them on the head and repeat after me. Come on, you can make it. Amen. But if they don't want to in their heart, they're never going to make it. That's right. That's right. You can drag them up here for service. That's right. They're never going to make it. God deals for you to go to somebody. By all means, obey God. Yeah. I'm not against it. I'm for it. Yeah. But make sure it's God. That's right. Make sure it's God. Yeah. Because some people, some people, God's got them in a position just where, right where He wants them, and He wants to break them down and get them so humble right. that it won't matter who's here, who's looking, right. won't matter what people say, won't matter how many times they walk the aisle. They get so broken. So broke up by the Spirit of God, they'll step out willingly that's right. yes.
1: and they'll follow
3: this altar right. Now they'll plead with God to rescue their soul. Oh, Is that where you are this morning? Is that where you are? While your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed, saints to God to pray them. I'd like to open this altar for those that need to be saved, those that are ready to cry out to the Lord. Are you here this morning you'd like to pray? Now's the time. I'm not going to belabor this. I'm not going to drag this on and on and on. I've tried to preach to you about last things. Wouldn't it be something? If the Lord come before lunch was over, this would be the last sermon that you heard preached before the rapture. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't it be something if a drunk driver crossed the middle of the highway on your way home and and you left this world suddenly, quickly, unexpectedly. And this this was the last message. This was the last invitation that you ever experienced. What are you going to do with this invitation? Jesus says come. Jesus says come. Won't you step out from where you are right now come on, get in this altar. They're going to sing. Come on, let's pray. Come on, let's pray. Y'all say it, I
0: hear
1: the sound of a mighty rush and it's lost.
3: What about you?
0: the Lord gave me another chance. I'm glad that uh, He didn't just write me off. As a pastor, there's been times I've seen people come in and go out, come in and go out to where in my mind I wrote them off. Lord's taught me better huh I'm glad that he doesn't write us off like that there are a few exceptions in the scriptures where he will write you off but I don't believe you step foot in a church don't believe you'd set foot in a church if you've been written off when you come to church, there's hope. There's something drawing you. There's something pulling you to church. You might say, I had to come. Nobody has to come to church except for young Okay? You don't have to come. So that means something's drawing you. We need to listen to the Spirit. So many of us have, have lost contact with the spiritual man needs reviving. Needs to be reawakened so that you can hear. We are spiritual beings. Very unique. But we've got to hear the voice of the Lord. While Brother Teague was preaching, some of you may not recognize, but the voice of the Lord was going out. The Lord was speaking through him unto us. And we heeded the call. There was a sign over the Kellyville church in uh, Kellyville, Oklahoma that you'd only see when you were heading out of church. And it would say, Have you rejected him again? Well, no, I just haven't made a decision. In not making a decision, you made a decision. You made the decision, I'm not going to serve the Lord today. We're not promised tomorrow, folks. Just riding down Highway 80, minding my own business, minding my own business, taking it easy, you have to ask my wife I'm a poke now on the road so I'm no speeder I'm not not like some people I know <laughs> <laughs> Woo, where, how they get gone so fast you know I'm not like that just minding my business down the road seeing somebody turn off it look like they're about to go into their driveway off on the side of the road I get right next to them I'm, I'm already slowing down I get right next to them and I see the wheels well, that big explorer turned hard. And I'm thinking, oh no, you're not. And about that time, they gunned the car, pushed me from my side all the way across off the other side of the road. I was ready. I was ready. I didn't have to take time to say, Oh Lord, you know I've been doing this and you know I've been doing that. Lord, forgive me for all these sins. No, I was ready. Wasn't the first time. I've been rolled a few times. I was ready. But the question is, are you ready? Are you ready? I don't know that I want to live in that neighborhood where Rick and them live at. Huh? They get kind of rough out there. They get the guns out and shoot through doors. I would think that man that died not long ago, near one of the neighbors down there, he probably never even thought that this would be his last day. Huh? Sister Sheila's son-in-law, going to work. Somehow, or another that big, heavy welding toolbox fell off in the middle of a of a hot, no, in the yes. middle of a intersection. Him with bad heart, he picks it up and throws it back in there. And just a little while later, they find him head bent down, no breath, no life. What am I saying? you're tough but when it's your time it's your time the Lord's coming Lord's coming but He's coming to rescue His people there's a role I'm not trying to make this longer I don't know why I'm going on like this but He's got a role of all of His children your name on there? Huh? Well, brother Jeff, when I was eight years old, I gave my heart and life to the Lord. Now I haven't been living right. Off. You ain't been living right since then. Well, guess what? You read in Revelations. He's got a blotter, and he will blot your name out of that book of life. At last. That last chapter talks about it. Yes. Huh? If you're a liar, thief, adulterer, fornicator, murderer, you're not going to make it. Right there in Revelations. need to make a choice. You need to make a choice. Brother, I got in on fire, too. Somehow or another, I got the feeling like if I didn't get saved, something bad was gonna happen, and I was gonna be off into eternity. Just a few weeks before, I'd been having fun with my buddies. Lived on Tybee Island. You remember that long bridge heading toward Tabby Island, that long bridge? I remember getting on that bridge, but I don't remember anything else until I pulled up into my house. About six or eight miles, most of it at 55 or greater, in through there. Don't remember a thing. I checked the papers and the police reports. I don't know. Did I hit somebody? But it started getting on me right then. Yes,
1: sir.
0: If I had died, I would have gone to hell. Do know the Bible says, be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Yes. You gotta change your alcohol to the Holy Ghost. Yes, sir. The two of them don't mix. Teresa, can you sing that one more time? That was my pastor's... Was it his exit song at the end of the radio? On his radio program that he had, that was my pastor's song that he sang. Or had some. Actually, Teresa was one of the singers in the last few years of it. While there's still time, we'll make time if you want to pray. Oh, yes. We'll make time if you want to pray.
1: Say one more time. Tomorrow, just on credit.
0: On credit. In this morning, Amen. we appreciate each and every one of you coming and being with us. You say, Brother Jeff, you're not gonna make any more. No. Nope. Just like the when the door of the ark was closed. That's it. All right. That was it. I'm not saying that's for it for your whole life. But we need to make choices Amen. and make the right one. Lord bless you we got a uh, children's um, meeting and prayer meeting at 5 o'clock. 6 o'clock is our regular service. Please come be with us. Amen. 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 Amen.
1: Yeah, you're not that,